So back in 2002, I took a job as caretaker for the last home of Edgar Allan Poe. The truth. Hi, I'm Jonathan Mitchell. I'm the producer of The Truth. And that voice you heard at the beginning was the voice of Matthew Mercier. He's a listener to our podcast. And he sent us that story as part of our Halloween election crowdsourced story experiment. We um, asked you all to send us your own stories. They needed to be under five minutes and they needed to be told in your own words and they needed to be true. They could either be about Halloween or elections. And there was one story that captured our imaginations. And that story was the story sent to us by Matthew Mercier. Matthew used to work as a caretaker for the Edgar Allan Poe estate. This was in the Bronx um, around 2002. And as caretaker, I had to live in the basement of the museum and give guided tours on the weekends, Saturdays from 10 to 4, Sundays from 1 to 5. But uh, the weekend of October 7th in particular attracted a fair number of people. October 7th, 1849 was when Poe died. And a gentleman, one year, this was early on in my tenure, before I knew, really knew what I was doing, a gentleman shows up at my door wearing uh, all purple, purple vestments, purple sh- pants, a purple turban wrapping his head. He's a big guy. He comes striding in, and he says, young man, young man, on the anniversary of Poe's death, I am going to raise up the spirit of Poe. I am going to raise up the spirit of Poe. And he goes and he sits in front of the bronze bust in the parlor. <laughs> he sits in the lotus position. He tries to light a stick of incense. I said, sir, you, you can't do that. In a public place, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, son, son, do you know how Poe died? I said, oh, well, there are a number of theories. And he's like, no, 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 I'll tell you how he died. I'll tell you how he died. He died on election day, right? Died in Baltimore was famously found in a bar wearing clothes that weren't his. And he was drunk out of his mind, right? In our young democracy, during elections, cities were very violent places. And you'd have gangs roaming the streets looking for isolated people. And they'd find these people and they would ply them with liquor and they'd dress them in other people's clothes. And they'd force them to vote two or three times under threat of death. And this was called cooping. Excuse me, is this seat taken? Uh, this seat is not taken, no. Lucky us. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, my name is Edgar. What's that you're drinking, Edgar? Oh, yeah, this is a fancy drink I just ordered. It's uh, called a water. Ooh. <laughs> you're not having any fun today? Well, I'm going to vote today, so I'd like to keep my head clear. Oh, you don't say. Yes, today's the day. Oh. So, uh, I suppose you're going to vote Whig, then? No, no, in fact not. I am a Democrat, and I am going to vote Democrat. No matter how the stars align, my vote will be Democrat. Well, that's a shame. You know, I find I do my best thinking after I've had a few drinks and a good time. Well, love, I'm not interested, so, but thank you. Huh, I see. Would you excuse me for just one moment? Of course. I see a lot of talking. 
Let's move on. Find another guy. I, I don't know what to do with him. He's not drinking. He's a Democrat. There are eight polling places within walking distance from this very spot. Now, all we need tonight is one good mark who we can dress up in three different outfits, traipsing them around to eight different places. That's how many votes for the Whigs? 24 votes okay. for the Whigs. If you can deliver 24 votes for the Whigs tonight, that's $8 for you. But I, I think we should move on. I'm done with him. He's just a weird guy. Don't you read any of the papers? No, I don't read any of the papers. Do you have any idea who it is you've been speaking to? He's a weird guy named Edgar. Poe. So? Edgar Allan Poe. He's a minor luminary in the literary world. Well, that means nothing to me. If you can't entice him with alcohol, try giving him a deeper range of stimulation, perhaps tears of the poppy. Well, I'm not using my own supply. You got some? Thank you. No, no that's not on the Bronx. That's on credit. I'm gonna leave you one of these days. Oh, welcome back. Have you put out your fire? Ah. No, no, actually. I'm about to start one. Start a fire? Yes. I just got a, a package from a niece of mine who's studying in the Far East. The Far East? Yes. She sent me some tears of the poppy. Tears of... Did she know? Yes, right here. Take a look. Oh, well, I don't... Be, my God. <laughs> that is a substantial gift. Would you like to celebrate no, no, your I'm freedoms, sorry. No, then? I need to keep my head clear today. Well, all right. Well, well, if you'll excuse me, I'm actually going to head downstairs and sample some of my niece's treat uh, myself. Downstairs? Yes. I live downstairs. You live under the bar? I'm the caretaker of the bar. Really? And in exchange, I keep you clean and, well, to be honest, mostly I, I fight off the rodent population. Ah, well, what do we do with our lives but merely <laughs> defend ourselves from the rodent population? That's quite true. Actually, right now, I'm being plagued by the biggest rat I've ever seen in really? my life. Well, I'm quite the rat killer myself, you so... You are. No rat I found has been quite enough of a challenge for me. Well, you should meet my rat. Come down with me. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I could I, really use a hand. This thing is quite a trouble. I mean, It's down there right now. It's down there right now. It is so bold. It crawls into bed with me no. tonight. Yes, it well, does. Well, that's a problem. It's disturbing. We must do something Yes, we must. All right. Just a few more steps. All right. Here we are. Mm. Don't light the candle too quickly. We'll only have one glimpse as the rat scurries about. All right, you ready? Here we go. There oh! he is, I see him. My God, he's huge! Oh! He just ran right across our feet! <laughs> it seems you do have a companion yes, down there. Yes, I do. Well, we're going to have to wait for a few moments before he reemerges. Oh, well, and while we wait, mm. I'll sample some of my niece's I treat. I shall prepare myself to strike him down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Darn. I always forget how to use these things. They're mm. so complicated. Well, this one looks more oh, complicated these... than his desk. You know, I believe this is more ornamental and decorative. But you can still use it if you lower the tip uh -huh. and put your thumb underneath this hole. Oh, and hole. where do I That's put what... this? Well, you're just gonna, okay. When you light the match, you wanna, uh, you just hold it like that. Like this? There you go. Okay. Go ahead. And now. No, oh, act. you're gonna oh, burn yourself. I, yes. I did. You're gonna burn your thumb. Will You'll you get me? one of these guys on the oh, tip of your thumb saying hello callus. to you every day. So you want to hold it right there and breathe it and take your thumb off. Here you go. 
Could you just do it one more time so you I can see? You just hold it to your lips. And you put your thumb under if here. If I were to hold the flame, I would put you, it. You put yes. Go ahead and put it. The, this is how you do it. Okay, it's just. the whole bag. I didn't say to give oh. him the whole bag. Don't you know a man's limitations? He took the whole bag. How was I supposed to know? Prop him up. Oh, he's so big. Oh. I've got to kill the rat. Okay. I've got to kill the rats. We don't have time for this. Get a frock coat on him. Oh, Take that's it. my Christmas coat. Oh, You're contributing it to a worthy cause. My mother oh. made that for me. All right, let's get him. All right, Edgar, can you walk up the stairs? You'll kill the rat. Walk the stairs. Let's get him to the poles. Stop worrying about the rat. Okay, now time to vote. Where is he? Here now. This lever is the rat. Now grab it by the neck. Squeeze the rat and push the rat towards Listen to the crackle of its bones. Very good. Perfect. Very good. One down, seven more to go. Now All let's rats. get him out into the back alley and change his clothes. Get your rat hands off me. Put your leg in every side. There's no reason to grumble. There's a handsome. No, I don't like. What are you doing? They're a little tight, but I think you they look good on you. I am not that man. Well, you're not wearing your clothes, but you're still Edgar. Take a look at your Yeah, see, see there in the puddle? See, it's still your face. That's you. That's not Edgar Allan Poe. That is a rat with a tail. Long snout, sniffing for garbage or human flesh upon which to feast. Oh dear God, the dragon's The sharpness of his rat. teeth will cut the skin and draw the blood. This one's more trouble than it's worth. Just leave him be. We're gonna have to go back and start all over again at the beginning. My favorite belt. Can I just get my belt? Let it go, Eloise. I am the biggest rat you'll ever And that is the story of how Poe died. Did you know that? No, I said. You, uh, how do you not know this? He, he was, got very violent and agitated how with me about how I didn't know this. this and information to you and then the first time. I threatened to call the police because he was getting you know, just Sir? extremely violent with his language. I know what it is to be Poe. And eventually I convinced him that his car was going to be broken into if he left it out there on the concourse and so on. Well, then I'll check on it. That, that got him out of my hair. And in the meantime, you need to learn more about your history. And, uh, but that night I, I could not sleep. I was so agitated. And I lay on my bed sweating and wondering what the hell I was doing here. And then as I'm beginning to drift off, I hear a slight scratching noise at the ceiling. I got up. Flipped on the light switch. At the top of the stairs is a giant rat. And it, I just, I screamed. I jumped backwards and the thing falls into my apartment. I run into the shed. I grab a trash picker and, and now I'm dancing back and forth with this giant rat going along the perimeter of my apartment. And finally I get it in the corner. I just nail it right in the stomach. It was like squealing and wriggling and then finally just died and I took it out into my rose garden and I buried it just like a post story of some kind. I, I, I'm not afraid to tell you that I wept. And then I went 
back into the cot. Now I really can't sleep. I made some coffee and I picked up a, a Poe biography and I turned to the section on his death and uh, wouldn't you know it, there's a, a paragraph about the election day theory. Poe may have been cooped to death. And I thought, well, that's what I get for not listening to the man in purple. That was Matthew Mercier talking about his experience as caretaker for the last home of Edgar Allan Poe. Our story was performed by Christian Palak, Ed Herbstman, Chet Siegel, and Louis Kornfeld. Special thanks to Peter Clowney and Carrie Hillman for their help on this episode. Our associate producer is Carrie Caston. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, and you have been hearing The Truth. Radio Tokyo.